Welcome back to the S Fitness Functional Longevity Podcast, where we give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Hi, my name is Chris Barta, best-selling author and owner of Yes Fitness, and I'm coming to you today from just down here at our facility on a Tuesday afternoon. I hope everyone has been enjoying this holiday season. I have just a little bit of housekeeping to go over here. The first thing is that um, New Year's Eve, we are running our normally scheduled sessions all the way up until noon. Noon time, we're shutting it down, and we are closed on New Year's Day. We'll reopen again on Monday. January 3rd for all our normally scheduled sessions. So if you come in in the evenings and you come in on Saturdays, you want to get a workout in, get in here on uh, Friday morning. Um, like Christmas Eve, I think a lot of people like Christmas Eve off because the holiday was on a Saturday. New Year's Eve, I think a lot of people are going to have New Year's off because of the holiday is on Saturday as well. So come on down. Let's get that workout in and finish off the new year finish off the old year correctly, and maybe get a jump start on the new year. So there you go. So that's where we're at with that. So from here, what I want to talk about is a lot of people, you know, ramp it up the New Year's, New Year's resolutions, or whether they call it resolution or not, some changes they want to make in their lives. And exercise is one of the bigger changes people like to make. They want to get more fit. They want to get more healthy. They want to lose some inches, whatever it may be. But exercise always seems to be in that gamut of things that they want to try to become successful at in a lifestyle change for the, the upcoming year. So I thought I would give you um, some questions to ask or think about before you choose a gym or before you choose somewhere that you want to exercise, whether it's a small facility like ours, a coaching center, or it's a gym. And just to be transparent here, um, these questions came from Results Fitness, Results Fitness and Results Fitness University is one of the top 10 gyms in the country. It's been voted that for years on end, and we are affiliated with that, Results Fitness University. So um, this is a um, questionnaire that we use, and we help people figure out what kind of facility they want to go to. So here we go. Here's some questions I think you need to think about when getting ready to join or when you head into a facility and some questions you want to ask or things to look for. So the first question is, what is my destination? What are you trying to accomplish? That's the very first thing you need to think about before you get started. And you need to have this in your mind before you get there. But also when you get there and you start to talk to someone behind a counter or someone giving you a tour, they need to ask this question of you. They need to know what you want to accomplish. And they really need to listen to your answer. If they're not doing this, okay, then they're not really there for you and they're not going to be able to help you support you and do some of the other things we're going to talk about in a minute that's going to help you reach, attain your goal. They need to really create a fitness map or plan for you. And they can't design that plan for you if they don't know what you're trying to accomplish. How we handle it here is... Let's figure out what your goals are, and then we re what we call reverse engineer it. We take a look at the big picture, and then we work our way backwards. So just for an example, I'm going to use some easy numbers so it's easy for me to figure out the math in my head. Let's say you come through my door and you say, I want to lose six pounds in six months. Okay, that means we want in six months from now, June 30th, we want to be six pounds lighter. Whether that's six pounds of fat is what we're hoping for. We're going to talk about fat rather than just um, scale weight. 
So each month we want to lose a pound. That means we need to lose about a quarter of a pound a week. What do I need to do today? What do I need to have you do, start to do today to be able to achieve that goal? It's to create a map. If you're going to go from here to Washington, D.C., you need a map, right? You need to know where you're going to go and how you need to get there. So if they're not asking what your goal is and they're really not listening, then how are they going to actually be able to give you a plan to achieve what you want to do? If you're just going to go there and jump on some machines and throw and get on a treadmill, you've probably done it before. It didn't work. It's not going to work again. You know, you, you, can't, you can't repeat something and expect to get different results. So as you start to think about this, and if you approach them that you want to lose some fat, one thing you want to have a target fat goal, okay? It, w it doesn't want to be a weight loss goal. You want it to be a fat goal because we know that the scale is just a measure of gravity. So let's define things more in body composition, losing body fat, what our waist is or our hips or thighs measurements, not just the number on the scale because we know the number on the scale is just a measure of gravity. Number two, if we're going to be talking about building muscle, we have to have some kind of body composition as well to make sure that um, we can show you, they, they can show you that you're increasing your muscle on your body. And for any goal, like, unless you're going to run a marathon, long distance stuff, I can't think of a goal where you shouldn't be doing some kind of strength training, especially if you come into a facility and you're over 40. So if they're not talking about strength training in some capacity, that's a red flag. You need to move on to the next gym on your list. Number three, hopefully we have a target health goal, not just that we want to look skinnier. We want to make sure that we're getting in, in improving our health. And they should be talking to you about this as well. It shouldn't just be about that number on the scale. Red flag if they're not talking about it. Do you want to combat diabetes? Do you want to eliminate the signs of osteopenia, osteoporosis? Are we, are we talking about stuff... Um, you have some low back discomfort. You want to eliminate that. You, those are all things that you should be talking about as far as your health goals. And the person you speak with on your tour in the facility should be talking about it with you as well. And finally, we want to take a look at a targeted emotional goal. So what that means is we want to take more of a holistic approach to this. Sure, I want to get stronger. I want to fit better in my clothes. But how do you want to feel? How is it that you want to feel or how you'd like to feel? That's what we want to consider because you can lose that and not feel the way you want to feel. So let's make sure that we have these four things worked out. And when we get into the facility, if it's a fat loss goal, we really know what we're going to want and determine it more by fat loss, not just weight loss or about inches. Body composition, let's talk about some muscle mass. Let's talk about building some muscle and some strength. Helps with so many things in life. As you know, if you listen to me, I think it's the most important component of a fitness program. Let's talk about your health goals, and let's make sure we're talking about emotional goals. All these things need to be talked about, okay? Maybe you just need to boost your energy. So have this an idea. And if you have these goals written down before you get into the facility, let's make sure that they're talking about it. Let's make sure they put that into your plan, that road map that we talked about. Because um, without a map, you're not going to get to where you want to go. Number two, what assessment do they use to identify your starting point? Because everyone that walks to my door is at a different level of fitness, not just a different level of fitness, but they have different health concerns and they move differently. Everyone moves differently, okay? 
The person who's sitting at their desk all day long is obviously going to move differently than the person who is out um, doing construction work, right? This makes sense. We believe the gold standard for doing assessments is a functional movement screen. Now, it's not the only tool out there, but let's make sure that whatever tool they're using, that is good. And how does it compare to a functional movement screen? But without a starting point, without knowing where you're going to start, how are they going to train you correctly? So what kind of assessment do they do? Okay, and what is this assessment going to tell them? So, for example, if, if you have poor ankle mobility, if your ankles don't move the way they should move, or you don't have good core strength, you're not going to squat well. But if I'm just going to say, okay, let's go squat, without ever doing that kind of assessment, I'm going to hurt you. And you're not going to get good results. And you're probably going to stop working out. So it's just this is a simple example of a screening, some kind of screening. Again, we like to use a functional movement screen to determine where you're at and where we need to start. Because some people we start with a, a T-Rex squat or ultimate sandbag press-out squat. And other people squat well. And we start right out of the gate with some type of goblet squat. So make sure that the assessment of the screening gives them a starting point for you. Number three, what is their system to draw the map, to guarantee you get your destination? Do they have a map in place? Do they know, like, is this just going to be random? Walk in, let's do this workout. Let's do this workout. Well, I'm going to work on my arms. So let's do that today. Well, I'm going to work on my legs, so I'm going to do that today. That's not going to get you where you want to go. You need to have a system, some type of periodization model. Periodization is changing so that you get results. Because if you do the same thing over and over and over again, if there's not some kind of plan in place, again, you're not going to get to where you want to go. So just think about it. If you just start driving down the road and say, I want to get to Washington, D.C., and I say, oh, I'm going to take a left, and now I, I feel like taking a right, so I'm going to take a right. Well, that road looks good. I'm going to take a left, and now that road is nice and straight, so I'm going to go that way. But no, you need a plan. So have the plan in place, and it should be some kind of periodization where the change is made based upon science, okay? And, and make sure that each workout, okay, should include these types of things. They should include some kind of initial soft tissue quality improvement. Simpler, for example, some foam rolling. Let's break down the density of that tissue so the tissue move well. So think of your muscles as a shoelace. If there's a knot in that shoelace and you pull on that shoelace, what happens is the knot gets tighter. So that soft tissue gets work gets rid of the trigger points. So the muscles will work better and move better when you go to exercise. We like to have some kind of ramping up. So we call it ramp, range of motion, activation and movement prep, some type of warm-up. We do 12 to 15 exercises, not just some stretchy. Don't just get on a treadmill and run or, or walk for five minutes and then let's start working out. No, it needs to be some very targeted movement patterns to help improve the way you move and to get the heart rate up and to turn the muscles on and excite the muscles so they work better when you go to work them. Obviously, there's some core work in it. You should have some elasticity and power development. Like power is extremely important because that's what we lose as we age. We need to have some type of combination type workout in it, some strength training that include all seven movement patterns, squat, lunge, bench, push, pull, twist, single leg stance a little bit of energy system development, and some recovery work. So that 
in, in a periodization plan is going to be your map to get you where you want to go. Number four, what are they doing to ensure that you are going to take the direct route to your goals, not the scenic route? What do we do to make sure that this is going to happen? Are all those basic movement patterns included? The lunge, the squat, the twisting, the push to pull, the single leg stance. Notice I don't talk about biceps and tricep curls. We talk about how the body actually moves. Is a plan in place that's going to ensure you're going to get to go to where you want to go? Are, are the movements and the exercise appropriate to your level of fitness? Listen to me say it all the time. More is not better. Okay? Less can be more. Keeping it simple can be the best thing for you. Everyone can't just walk out the door and do uh, a back squat. Maybe they have a problem just getting up and down out of their chair. So some simple exercise progressions can be more effective. Are we doing exercises that give you the best bang for your buck? Are they the best exercises you to do to be able to get to where you want to go? More is not better. Better is better. That's what we want to be taking a look at. So number five, will your program change every four to six weeks? Now, there's no, no believe anything about muscle confusion. Your muscles don't have a brain. They don't think your muscles, okay? The body's very smart, and it will adapt. But you need to apply a stimulus to your body for it to adapt. And if we change that st stimulus too often, it's not going to get a chance to adapt. And if you don't change it enough, okay, if you do it over and over and over and over again, the body becomes stale, your mind becomes stale, and you no longer get change. Your body doesn't adapt, and you're not going to get results. You're not going to progress. So there's a sweet spot about every four to six weeks. If you're doing twice-a-week workouts, that it should be changed. If you're changing it all the time, your mind is not going to be able to keep up. Your body's not going to be able to adapt. And you're not going to get the results you're looking for. So uh, make sure we're doing that. Number six, make sure we're getting that change in, okay? Do they make sure your program is balanced? What I mean by balance, it doesn't mean that you're practicing balance, standing on one leg or some unstable surface because that's not improving your balance, okay? It's improving your ability to do that particular task, but it's not improving your balance. What I'm talking about, does it have constant checks and balances to make sure your program is in balance? Very simple example. Guys love the chest. They go to the gym. They do a lot of chest press, bench, 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 bench. All of a sudden, the chest gets larger. It gets tighter. The back muscles get weaker. We sit here all day long, and we're hunched in. We're curled over like this. That's a very easy imbalance that can be created, okay? We're sitting, we're doing a lot of squat, 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 I'm working more of the front of the body. Yes, it's multi-joint, but working more uh, knee-dominant exercise and never working the posterior chain. We sit all day long. Next thing you know, we have our hips are, our, our pelvis is anteriorly rotated, and we start to create some back problems from that imbalance. So the, the workout needs to be balanced. It needs to be thought out. And it, again, if we start at the beginning, if we have a plan in place and we're taking a look at we're doing all these different things, it will be in balance. And another thing to think about is the place that you're going to, do they work together as a team? 
We have a team mindset because we want to make sure everyone in that facility is there to help you, not just the person you're working with. Are they concerned with the fact that um, you're getting the results that you're getting? Every single person in that team, the person behind the counter should be concerned with that, as well as the person you're working with. Whoever might be in that facility, they need to be known, hey, Jane, is there anything we can do to improve your workouts? Are you getting the results you're looking for? Have you been able to get in here as often as you want to get in here? Just a concerned effort, a whole effort from the full team to get you. If you're working one-on-one with one person, okay, maybe you're not going to have that team environment. But if you go into a facility, it should be a team, team effort. And then finally, number eight, throughout the, your program, what types of things are you doing to tracking or what do you need to do to make sure that you don't need a tune-up, okay? So do they track each and every workout? Do they write down the, how much weight you're using, how many reps, how many sets, how long, how you're feeling, all this stuff? Do they ask you, how did you feel after your last workout? Do they ask you how you're feeling today before you start your workout? This is important to know because if you had a lousy weekend and you got no sleep because you worked third shift, or worked 14-hour shifts and you're coming in Monday morning, 6 a.m. and you're working out, the coach needs to know, are you tired? Or if maybe you twisted your ankle over the weekend. So they need to know this kind of stuff. And they need to keep track of everything so they know where we're moving. Because if we find out that we're not making the progress that we need to make, if we're not getting a little bit strong, if we're not doing a few more reps, whatever it might be, we need to change. Or what, what are we doing wrong? So we need to track that kind of stuff. Are they providing some kind of post-nutrition workout? Are they providing any kind of nutritional information? Because without nutrition, we're not changing your body. Do they ask you about your stress level? How about your sleep? Do they keep an eye on your body fat percentage? Do they take it once a month to see if we're making the changes that you want to make? Do they ask you your clothes fitting any better? They take a real concern, a real interest in your in your results and do they have a method of tracking these things not just scale weight all this stuff needs to be tracked so there's all some things you really want to think about because you don't want to just get back into the gym I said okay I'm going to go join the gym again and try and get on that treadmill that elliptical again 45 minutes a day right there again you're already setting yourself up if you're going to try to work out every single day of the week I'm telling you right now not to train every single day of the week well, I'm going to get back on those machines. I'm going to go around that circuit. I'm going to be really serious this time. I do it every single time. I can tell you, you're not going to get results, and you're probably not going to be able to maintain it. So question one, what's your destination? What are you trying to accomplish? Why are you exercising? You need to be a clear vision of that. Write it down. Wherever you're going to go, are they going to assess where I'm starting at? Or are they just going to show me the machines and put me on the machines again? Because if they are, you're not going to get results. You may actually injure yourself. So we need to know exactly where you're starting to be able to start the map, start the journey, to know where we're going to progress from. And do they have a system to draw the map to guarantee your destination? Do they have previous um, results that they can show you? For what are they going to do to ensure that you're going the direct route? not the scenic route. What kind of assurances do they have in place to make sure that that happens? Number five, 
will your program change every four to six weeks? And will there be a, a, a reason for those changes to make sure we're getting the right stimulus and the adaptations that we're looking for in the body? Number six, do we make sure that your program is balanced, that we're not doing more than we're not, and not enough of another thing that is all balanced and created the way it should be? Number seven, if you're in a facility, not just a one-on-one -on -one facility, do they work together as a team? And finally, number eight, throughout your program, what type of things are, you, are they tracking or what would they need to, if you needed a tune-up, what will they do to help you just get a tune-up? So those are some things that you need to take a look at. I hope it's helpful in helping you determine a new facility to work at or a change of a facility or, or going back to your facility because you haven't been there. Or even if you're at the facility now and you say, hey, you know what, I listened to Chris and he had such, such great ideas. What are we doing to make this happen? Because you're spending your hard-earned money and you're spending your, your time, and there's only so much time on this planet, right? So let's be as effective as we possibly can be. And let's make sure you're enjoying yourself, because exercise should be enjoyed. Um, I have some clients here right now that just joined recently. We've had quite a few clients jump on board in December, which you would think is a little unusual, but they have. And they can't believe how much they enjoy it. They can't believe how much they look forward to coming to the gym. And they can't believe that they're able to do it that they've been so successful with what they're doing. That's, that's just, you know, makes us all feel good down here. Yes, fitness. So if you have any questions, get a hold of me. Um, and I hope you are successful in your journey finding a facility that works for you. If you need any help with it, obviously give me contact and I'll give you a hand with it, whether you come on board with us here or I give you a hand jumping on board somewhere else. My goal is always just to get people to live longer and live healthier lives. So. You can look for me again next Tuesday with more insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Thanks for watching.